Welcome to the first episode of Seasoned with Spooky. I'm your host, Erica. This is going to be a shorter episode, just kind of like a a taste test to the podcast here. Uh, We're covering the Island of the Dolls, which is located in Xochimilco, Mexico. To get there, you travel on a Chahanyara, which is a colorful boat when looking at some of the research that I was doing before this, they are kind of like a flat boat with a lot of benches on them. They're super colorful, usually named after a loved one. And you go down these canals, these waterways that were originally built by or constructed by the Aztec Empire. So to give a little bit of a background on this area for context, Originally, these canals during the Spanish-Aztec War were where a lot of people, especially women and children, ran to to hide from the conquistadors. And in doing so, when they noticed, okay, we are now at risk because they're coming, a lot of these women ended up taking their own lives so they could protect themselves from being captured and assaulted. Um, And then August 13th of 1521, the Aztec capital fell to Cortez ending the war. The area is now recognized by UNESCO as a World Heritage Site. Excuse me, sorry, World Heritage Site. So fast forward to the 1950s, a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera moved to the island. He did have a wife and child on the mainland, but he moved to the island by himself. So the beginning of this story starts in two different ways. From what I've seen, it is either that a few years before he moved to the island, a little girl had drowned there. And other reports say that he discovered the gr- the young girl's body floating in the canal after he had moved. Behind her in the canal, he saw a doll that was also not far from where she was, and he took the doll and he hung it in the tree. Regardless, both reports say that he did so after hearing this girl's voice in the same spot where her body was found screaming, I want my doll, I want my doll, which is so sad to think that this little girl's spirit is now trapped in this spot in these canals at this island where he's now staying. And all she wants is her doll, this one little thing of of comfort for her. But having the heart that he had, he hung the doll as tribute or as an offering for the little girl. So he was on this island for about 50 years. Over that course of 50 years, he collected an estimated 4,000 dolls that were hung or displayed around the island. It was said that he would do this when he heard the little girl crying for the doll, when his crops failed. He developed an obsession with doing this. 
he would find dolls in the canals, he would find them in the trash, he would trade uh, produce for the dolls, whatever he could do to bring more dolls as an offering for this spirit that he was hearing on the island. He did what needed to be done, and after 50 years, 4,000 dolls collected. All of these dolls were in various states. They, Some of them were, I guess, when he found them, in good condition or decent condition. But a lot of them were missing limbs. They were missing their heads. They were just severely trashed. And he never did anything to try to enhance the dolls or fix them up or repair them he just set them out as they were and when they got weathered and ragged he just left them there that i guess as like a these dolls belong to you i'm not touching them i am just placing them here all over the island to try to appease the spirit which when you look at the history of the island all of the reports are of this one little girl, but I also wonder if maybe there were also some women and children, their spirits left on the island from running f during that war to safety that also may be having these feelings and communicating with him in some way. Again, like I said, he did have a wife and child that he left to go live on this island. Nothing that I read suggested any reason as to why he would do this. So it really also could just be that he went out to that island and the spirits enticed him to stay. And so he did. And he, over 50 years, did whatever he could to appease the spirit of this island. So... 50 years after he arrived, in 2001, he died. His body was found in the same place or just nearby where the little girl had been found, where he had heard the voice for the first time, where he had hung the doll for her. None of the reports specifically said an actual cause of death that had been found, but the two things that everybody speculates is that he either had a heart attack and fell into the water into the same spot, or he drowned in the same spot. But nothing definitive has been recorded. So after his death, his family opened up the island as a tourist attraction and people would come and they would bring new dolls to the island, they would come and visit, and there's been reports of dolls moving on their own, like a limb might just tick a little bit, or a head turns without any reason. There's been reports of whispers, whistles, howling, just anything spooky that you can think of and associate with a doll is happening here. <laughs> and then in 2022... Guinness World Records named Doll Island the world's largest collection of haunted dolls. So we have all of these spirits now that are here from the war. We have the little girl who drowned when she got tangled up in the lilies. 
and now also Julian's body or spirit that is probably still lingering around as well, just making sure that more dolls are showing up, which is not something that he probably would have expected. But there were also reports that some of these dolls he did not put there. They just appeared on the island. He was bringing all of these dolls. And of course, at a quantity of 4,000, I'm sure he maybe forgot where he placed one or two of them. But it was said that some of these dolls just appeared by themselves as well, with no rhyme or reason. But now other people are coming in and they're bringing their dolls and they're leaving them for the spirits. It uh, is strongly suggested not to take any of the dolls or anything from the island with you when you leave. Uh, that which probably shouldn't have, shouldn't need to be said, but... I guess some people just want to take a little bit of a spooky uh, keepsake home with them. <laughs> not, not I. I am leaving the dolls there. If anything, I will bring a doll and place it and hope that nothing follows me out. <laughs> um, there are also other islands near Doll Island that are fake Doll Islands. There's about two or three of them on the way to the real island but you can tell which ones are the fake ones because you can actually see them from the water when approaching the actual doll island you have to get off of the boat and walk up a little it, it kind of looked like a staircase or a little pathway into the actual depths of everything that's going on so the story behind Doll Island being haunted by this little girl's spirit is, of course, creepy on its own. And then you factor in the fact that he's hearing voices. Anytime his crops failed, he's putting dolls out as offerings. And it becomes pretty much his own obsession for 50 years before his death. And then... Also, the history of the Aztecs hiding in the canals and taking their own lives... And if not possibly being attacked, adds an entirely new level to it. And now you have all of these dolls that are just nice little housings for all of these spirits. And uh, it's definitely a very spooky place. It is some place that I would like to visit, but only during the day. I do definitely recommend going on to YouTube and looking up some of the little videos on there. They are kind of fascinating. Some people have decided that they're going to go at night. I tend to do not recommend doing that. It, from the videos and the pictures, it seems creepier at night. And anybody who has had a doll uh, of any kind knows that for some reason at night, there is just this creepy, spooky factor that is just, it's there at night more so during the day. I, I had an, uh, I think it was an Annabelle doll when I was growing up. It was like a little porcelain doll that would sit at the top of my dresser. And it just, at night, it felt like it was watching me, like to see if I was going to fall asleep. During the day, no issues. The doll and I were totally cool. So, um... When I eventually moved out, 
I took the doll with me and uh, it stayed in the closet where it couldn't see me. <laughs> and now my mom has the doll for safekeeping. So the doll can hang out with my mom and keep her company and oof. But yeah, so that is our little um, teaser taste test episode of Seasoned with Spooky. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, look up Island of the Dolls and let me know in the comments what you think. If you have any ideas on what you'd like me to cover next, I'm all ears and thanks for joining me. Have a great evening.